Yo, what's really good? It's your main man, Sean Little from the No Catch Up Podcast. Wanted to send a reminder. Make sure you rate and review No Catch Up available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, No Catch Up is on there. Make sure you tell everyone it's the best sports podcast in the world. Drop that five-star review. Pass the links to the homies. Let everybody know. You know the deal. No Catch Up. Sports Talk via Chicago. Lock in. No Catch Up. No Catch Up. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick with me. We missed the Bears recap yesterday. We was busy out here. We was getting... He's getting to the bag in other places, but we're here. It's Tuesday. We got a lot to talk about, man. NBA, we got Kuzma pulling up in the wildest sweater we've seen in quite some time. KD apparently tries to cover up the legs with socks and, and, uh, and, and leg and leg neoprene tights <laughs> so he doesn't have to put on lotion. We're going to talk about that. I want to talk about that LeBron fight, man. I think... Uh, people aren't keeping it as 100 as I think is actually what happens. So we're going to get into that. Then we'll, of course, get into NFL power rankings. What's going on there? It seems like power rankings, the real power rankings are changing every week. So we'll talk about that. The Bears may have fired Matt Nagy. I was reading that before I hopped on. So that's really interesting. But first, yeah, they're talking about this is the last game that he's going to coach. But we'll get into it. But first, let's bring in my big dog, Big Nick the Quick. What's going on with you? How we, how we feeling today, bro? I'm good, bro, man. First Take Tuesday. Let's just jump right into it. Let's talk. It's Thanksgiving week. Yes, sir. I love Thanksgiving, man. Thanksgiving my favorite holiday, I think. It, you, I used to love it a lot more when my dad was around, but now that he's passed, it's it's not as fun. But I still try to, you know, have a good time and 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 think about me and him on Thanksgiving and, and fuck around and watch football and stuff like that. So yeah. I'm a big Thanksgiving fan. What about you, bro? Yeah, man, it's always a great day. You got football all day. You got a whole bunch of food, depending on what you do. You might have a family situation or a little chiller situation, whatever it is. Any any day you could just chill and not have to worry about anything is good for me. You add in the sports. I'm all yeah. in. I'm all in. Sign me up. Well, listen, it's just everybody's off. Everybody's chilling. Yep. If I could watch some sports and then maybe try to catch a couple fashion pieces on the low for the sales that's going on or something I need, a pair of boots or whatever it is. I'm with the whole shit, man. I like the whole – it's like the introduction to the holiday season too. The the funny thing about that is like – I don't – I mean, obviously you've noticed I know you're big on the shopping and all that. But, man, like the last couple years, like the whole Black Friday thing isn't really popping like it used to be. Like right before I got on, I got an email from Nike like, yeah, Black Friday sale starts today. Um. Mind you, I went on there and some of the shoes are four dollars off. So Nike is tripping, taking four dollars off a pair of shoes. <laughs> they just um, trying to get you to pull up. But just a lot of shit. I've been doing a lot of shopping, and everything seems like they're starting. A lot of these companies are doing this Black Friday all all month, or a lot of the cyber shit is already yeah. popping. I think you'll still catch some like one day sales. Like if you want to grab a TV on Friday, like be my guest. But I don't know about you. I've never went into a store never that I wasn't working in because I used to work in retail on Black Friday. But I would never go into a store to purchase anything on Black. Wouldn't be caught dead. It would have to be the deal. It would have to be something 
that was at such a ridiculous discount and I knew I wouldn't have to deal with 10,000 people getting through for me to get it. Like never. I've never yeah. ever went Black Shot Black Friday shopping in my entire life. There's nothing I would need. Like it's it literally be for a TV and like yeah, I don't No, I'm not nothing. dealing with I'm not, not dealing, dealing with, with the that. people. I've gone now I have gone like so Black Friday is Black Friday, right? I have gone like Saturday with the fam. Yeah. And had like a hot chocolate and walked around and shit. But I'm not like after like yo, people used to after Thanksgiving dinner, bro, they people, used to go it's start like a family lining thing. Up. They nah, start lining no up way. like yeah, it's not that serious no. for me. <laughs> Again, unless it was something that was like, yo, this is a crazy like once in a lifetime type. But there's nothing that like nah. Yeah, there's, there's nothing, nothing that there's, can there's nothing that would get me like that. There's nothing at this point in my life that I would – just. there's just nothing. There's not nothing. a pair of shoes. Yeah. Not yeah. a PlayStation 5. I don't need if it. If they told me I could get a PS5 for free, but I had to go after Thanksgiving dinner and wait for it, I'm, I don't, I'll am i buy it. Like, like, I'm just not doing any of that. Not, I just – yeah. It's not that important. Yeah. It's not yeah. – it's just not happening. Yeah, so, I think I went on Saturday last year. I actually went to the mall, which is the first time I've been in a mall in like 10 years, but we wanted to get Mia some shoes. Yeah. We caught a lit, we caught some Air Maxes for like $35. So shout out to them. But um, yeah, I'm never I will never set foot on anywhere in a black. No, I just I don't know what I would need. And that you can now. do it all online yeah. too. Like, yeah. listen, man, to be honest, all that shit's online. Catch your Cyber Monday or whatever it is, but yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm not doing that. So yeah. all right. Well, yo, before we get into these sports, what's your are you what's your favorite dish, bro? Oh, also, man. my girlfriend is white, so I got we gotta talk about this. This yeah, dude, there's some there's some major some major there's some major issues with that um, <laughs> when it comes when it comes to flavoring. We're, 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 that's yeah. a debate. That's a debate we've been having for like three days. I'm really trying to flavor up this bird, and she's talking about savory, and I'm like, I don't really know what that means. Um, <laughs> <laughs> man, my favorite dish, man. Like when I was a kid, when my grandma was alive, she used to make greens. Um, like real collard greens, right? They used to go with, crazy, with, you know, huh? with like the, with the salt pork inside of it, and like yeah. the, yes, yes, absolutely. Now, I mean, to be honest with you, man, depending on how the turkey's done, it's the turkey. If you happen to get a smoked ham, I'm all in. You know, what I mean, like the smoked ham is 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 the is a staple of Christmas and Thanksgiving. Sure. So it probably goes the greens, uh, expertly done turkey, and then a smoked ham on them. But the greens are but. It's like I'm never gonna recreate grandma's greens ever again. And like my yeah. girl's my girl's white too, and that's not happening with the greens. So yeah. <laughs> so we're going to her her place for Thanksgiving and everyone's bringing the dish. And we're doing sweet potatoes with marshmallows. And I had never I I had never heard of that before in my life until the last couple of years, because that's what they do on their sweet potatoes. Yeah. Like my 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 black side of the family made like candy yams. It was like sweet potatoes with like almost like a glaze on top. Yeah. The 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 marshmallow thing was seemed like a gimmick when I heard that shit. Yeah, I've heard I've heard it. I've seen it like in pictures, but I've never I've never indulged. Yeah, but I actually had it and it was okay, but it wasn't as good as obviously like my grandmother's shit, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. So, I mean, let's yeah. keep it funky, man. There is a lack of seasoning on the on those sides, man. Like I'm not, you know, like people joke about it, but like it, it's yo, it's a real thing. Bro. It's a real thing. <laughs> yo, <it's> a, <laughs> people want to joke all that other shit. Like just black like, people, we just shit's not locked <laughs> yeah, in like yeah. that. It's like, not locked in like that. Like it's good. 
it's just different, man. They be using them herbs de Provence or whatever the fuck that shit is called, stuff like that. But yeah, not the nah. not the. And... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And another thing, I didn't realize that this is also like when I was really serious with my girl is I didn't realize ma- uh, macaroni and cheese wasn't like a staple on the white side. Yeah, no, it's not. I don't know. I I I was mind. I was baffled by that. What do you yeah. mean, you guys don't have mac? Like, what are we talking yeah. about? Yeah, it's like yeah, that's it's not, not a thing. I thought that was just like a regular regular. No, nah, they do thing. like uh, some of that weird, like the pasta salads and the and the you know what's the shit called? Uh, man, the weird uh, that weird shit. I don't need none of that shit. Hey. Like, you talking about like stuffing? <laughs> no, nah, I eat stuffing. But okay. I'm talking about that other the white shit with the you know the weird shit, dog. I don't need you know. All you need to know is I don't eat it. that's all you really need to know is that i I don't eat it man but you know yeah yeah i had man i had something that was on tip of my tongue i completely forgot it on this particular subject but no it's a real thing man it's a real thing for sure you gotta you you gotta you know just make sure you know where the pepper and the salt is at on the table a hundred percent yeah bring bring your sauce you know what i'm saying if you got to hey and hot sauce too this is another thing they don't have hot sauce at the crib sometimes. Yeah, all that, all that, which is all which that. was a shock to me. Shock. The hot, no hot sauce anywhere. You don't even got yeah. Frank's. <laughs> yeah, so Frank's I feel you. Much spicy ketchup at this point, but like you don't even got that. Like, come on, dog. No right. Louisiana. Yeah, I already know. Uh, I already yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's get into it. NBA man, let's get. We go. We go. Get... That's what I was gonna ask you. Yeah. Okay, so you said on your black side, have you ever done a Puerto yeah. Rican Thanksgiving? Like, bro, when do you yeah, embra- yeah. when do you embrace the Puerto Rican? Because I'll be having some slow cooked pork shoulder and all types of shit popping off. Like, what do you nah, so have you I ever us- done that? What's that I look usually, like? Usually, so my whole life, I would always do Thanksgiving on my black side, and then I would I would almost always do Christmas on my like so. Since my parents were divorced, we would double dip, and I would do Christmas Eve with my mother and her and my Puerto Rican side, and then uh, thanks or Christmas Day I would do with my my dad's and my and the black side. So I almost always spent Thanksgiving with my my dad's side, just because me and my that was like me and my dad's thing. You know, it was football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's what we did. Sure. And then uh, I'll for for uh, the Puerto Rican side will come on Christmas. I have the coquito, all that stuff, man. I got to, I need to get someone to make me, uh, I got to put you on this uh, coquito. It's like, yeah, a I need Puerto all Rican. that. I need like all a, that, man. Yeah. It's like a Puerto Rican, it's like a Puerto Rican holiday drink. Basically. It's like, uh, yeah, you would fuck with it. You I was talking, I was it. talking about a guy, he's Venezuelan. And he was like, yeah, we're not even doing a Turkey. We're doing a, like a pork shoulder, a slow roasted, pork shoulder and all the spices and all that so yeah. like yeah bro i need to i need to get on that yeah 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 so um yeah that's where we that's where i rock with the with the pr side man a lot of my family doesn't live here anymore man so you need to i think i told you you need to lean, you need to lean, you need to lean into that bro nah, need to you gotta get the crash. flag you gotta get the flag out the car if <laughs> 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 my nigga p hit my nigga hobby see what he on you know um, all right, let's get into it. NBA, <laughs> a lot of shit going on in the NBA. I want to start with the funny stuff because KD, you ha- if you haven't, I know y'all are listening mostly. So if you haven't seen this, go type in KD Ashy in your Twitter search bar, and the jokes are going to be plentiful. 
So they got that snake skin. They caught, <laughs> they caught Katie. So you guys know, Katie wears the high, like, mid-calf sock, and then he wears leggings. And they're, they, they caught Katie with a little gap in between his leggings and his socks, and his legs were ashy as fuck. Like, they look. White Walker legs, like that's reptilian. reptilian. Yeah, like it was, it was dry, extremely dry. So I wanted to hit you quick. Well, listen, because this is also the other thing is I feel like we might be a little too hard on these NBA dudes. Like you should be putting on lotion. Like ain't no, ain't no, ain't no problem with that. Yeah, but we firing these boys up every single night on haircuts, lotion, kicks, fits. It's like, damn, bro! Like every day, these boys Kuzma come was in talking crazy. about NBA players get killed in rap bars. Yeah. Slander, crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I always lean like that's part of the that's part that comes with the territory, bro. You making twenty five million dollars and you playing ball for a living? You better have a fucking haircut. Like that's it. That's all. Your fit better be tight. Like unless you're going with like the Jimmy. Unless do. you're going with like the Jimmy Butler. Like I look rugged because I choose to look. Like this type look, you know what I'm saying? Which is which no, is that's gorgeous. what KD does that's too. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Katie, yeah, Katie is the same too. Like you see Katie out, like it's t-shirts, some pants, dog sweats, cha- chain sweat tucked suit. in. Yeah, yeah, just kicking yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, let me never ask you no this: crazy shit. Are you putting on lotion on your legs every day? Yeah, yeah. That's just like there's. It's I just can't, a routine. Listen, bro, I can't walk around the house without lotion on my legs, and I think like. As a, as a, it, it like reminds you as being a black kid and getting roasted. There's nothing worse than getting roasted for being ashy or nah, smelling. Nothing. nothing. Musty. Musty or ashy. ashy. You getting killed. It's like, it's like a hundred. It's like, you can't understand unless you've been through it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or seeing somebody on the other end of it. Like it, it, you can't live it down. Like you don't want to be the ashy kid and you don't want to be the musty kid hands down. So like, I have like PTSD from ever being ashy in my life. So if I wait, like as soon as I got out the shower, I, I dry off and I'm putting lotion on. If I don't have lotion in the house, like I'm leaving to go get lotion. I can't go anywhere without lotion. There's lotion in my car. You know what I'm saying? There's lotion in my backpack, in my travel yeah, bag, no, like thanks. and all that. Like it's, it's, it's no, you'll never catch me without. Um, So yeah, if I'm going to play a game, like a thousand percent, I would have lotion on like I for sure. Yo, and let's be clear. This wasn't like, he didn't have lotion on. He looked like he had missed. He had put a, hadn't put a lotion on in about two yeah, weeks. He had, he had that few days no lotion. No, like <laughs> yeah, like he's just been like, showering multiple showers yeah. without any moisturizer touching this yeah. boy's head. It, like, it looked that, really bad. That was it. I used to have that a coach. I used to have a coach who used to tell us if you were ashy, like you got the gray sickness. I never forget that shit. <laughs> Because it was football, so you know, the, you know the football pants. You can see it with your legs if you don't have like the the, the thigh highs on, or the not thigh highs, what they call like the uh, stirrups or whatever, the yeah. longer socks. If you don't have those on, uh, you can really see it. So you'd be like, "Yeah, you got the gray sickness." So shit like that sticks <laughs> with me. Like, to this day, to the, and I remember the kid he said it to. And to this day, I would like consider him ashy. Like that's how that's how deep it gets. Oh my um, god! That's so so there's zero chance that he would ever catch me without the lotion on deck. Well, this is the zero. thing for me, bro. I'm too dark. If you don't lotion up, it's you get itch. I get itchy. It's itchy. You feel dry. So like, I just get itchy. So I gotta throw it on. That's like the main reason. 
It's not even not like a look thing. It's just like a you get itchy. My pants, if my if, if my pants are banging my legs and I didn't put a lot of lo- and I didn't put lotion on my shit, my shit is itching. You're like sandpaper. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm so, saying? So yeah, plus like yeah, it, it, there's I, I have to put my shower isn't complete without it either because I feel like once I put the lotion on. You know what I'm saying? It locks in the smell. You know what I'm saying? Because I wash, I wash with the same type of shit I lotion with. You feel me? Like yeah. <laughs> it's, it's shea butter, cocoa butter all day. So it's cocoa butter dove. It's the cocoa butter dove lotion. It's the cocoa yeah. butter dove shampoo. Like it's a whole, it's a whole, <laughs> it's a whole scene. So like, yes. yeah, it's, it's the one, two, three combo. So I like the it. fact that KD was out here like this. And listen, I'll tell you this. And for these dudes, it's actually really not an excuse for not having a haircut. But I could understand not doing the haircut because, again, like I'll with me just put it time. Just don't feel like doing it. I'm like, yeah, especially if you got to go to the shop. Like, yeah. they, they don't have to go to the shop. They come to them. But like for me, sometimes I just don't feel like going through the process of getting a haircut. Right. So I get that. Yeah, you're on a road trip. It is what it is. But lotion is always available. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, you got to have lotion. Even if you don't want to get your fit off, like fits, haircuts, like whatever, man. Do you. Yeah, go um, low key, black yeah. t-shirt, black slacks, whatever. Yeah, Some whatever sneaks, you yeah. want to do, man. Like shit, it's, as long as you're comfortable, but you can't be out here ashy. Can you tell you this though? Look, but look, <laughs> it's just a, it's just proof in the pudding that Katie only cares about hooping. Hooping. I don't care about what my hair looks like. I don't care about my fit. I don't care about putting on lotion. I'm showing up to the gym and I'm worried about getting baskets. Period. Point blank. But even so in that situation, it. you can't be ashy. So Katie's wrong. Yeah, I mean, Katie, but still, Katie, it's Katie's, just, Katie's out of line. It's just, <laughs> it's just another. It's just another proof, though. That's like, yeah, this dude doesn't well, give a fuck. Did you hear what he said? He's like, buckets. he was like, y'all are gonna make me pull my I'm rich card. Yeah, yeah, like the y'all are broke card. Yeah, yeah it's like, like okay, but <laughs> but I'm not ashy. But I'm not ashy though. I'm that's not ashy. For sure. <laughs> Never. All right, you you hit me directly about the coos the coos yeah, sweater because I I needed to get your opinion on this because I've sent you coos I've sent you coos fits before and you've been like yo I see where he's trying to go um this one obviously got a lot of attention yeah um there was a statement piece for sure right like he he knew what he was doing when he put on this sweater do we got the photo or no 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 I don't okay. have the photo pulled up but, but everybody's seen everybody it. Everybody's saw seen it. it. he's yeah, wearing yeah. a massive pink oversized. Oversize isn't even the right word. Yeah, uh, it's like the, the the sleeves are twice as long as his arms. Like they're it's and it's like he's a, a big dude with long six, arms. Yeah, like yeah. if I put that on, it would be hitting the ground. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So where are you on this piece? Is this uh, have we gone too far? Do you see <laughs> where he's trying to go as a fashion guy yourself? Who's up on all this shit? You're in the blogs. You follow the the, the yeah. stylists and all that. You know what's yeah. you know what's coming before it comes. Yeah. Is this is this too far? Too much? Um, have, we, have we done too much? Not, <laughs> I listen. I didn't think it was as bad as a lot of people did. I thought I could I, I could see like the angle he was trying to do. It's just like a different look on an oversized sweater with the super long sleeves. This is my stance with Coos. I fuck with Coos when it comes to the fashion because he always goes for it, no matter what. He's not scared to put it on. He's not scared to walk the tunnel with it. He knows he might get a lot of flack. He knows he he might hit a home run on some of the shit. He pushes the boundary. He pushes the level. Hey, and if he played more like that on the floor, it might be better for his game, but he should take his 
mentality when it comes to fashion and bring it to the NBA what he, what for what he does. But I respect Kuz because he always goes for it. He's never scared. He doesn't give a fuck about what people are talking about. He rocks with it. He likes it. He pushes uh he pushes the boundaries. And I also think he's doing that to just promote the brand in itself. He knows that shit's gonna get a lot of talk on the internet. So he's just pushing he's just pushing the limits and doing what he's gotta do. Overall, I don't think that shit was that dope, but it was it was it was a big statement. So I I, I fuck with him pushing the limits. For me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for me, and I have no problem with the color pink at all, but for me, the fact that it was pink is what kind of threw me off on it. Like, if he if possibly come with a different color, I could see where he was going. The pink, it was just too much pink. It was, like, super loud, and it yeah, was super big. Yeah, he looked big. like a fucking big-ass bottle of Pepto-Bismol. You know what I'm saying? Like, it didn't, <laughs> yeah. it didn't, it didn't look right. Like, but if it yeah. was black, it might have went over Yeah, a if it was smooth. black or, like, a gray, like a more, yeah, like a muted tone, something like that, like, I would have yeah. fucked with it a little bit more, but... Yeah, to your point, man. Like he he does he does uh, he does push the limits. I respect anybody that can do that. The same way I respect the dudes who don't try, right, and just throw on the jeans and a t shirt. Because I feel like a lot of these cats are wearing shit that they see on Instagram or that some stylist told them to, but it's not what they're actually comfortable in. Like some yeah. of these cats look right, mad right. uncomfortable, and that's that exactly I don't right. respect. Because like for me, look, man. I might just throw on jeans and a t-shirt if I'm in their situation because I know that that's true to myself. I'm not going to go try to do what Coos does because I want to keep up with the Joneses. You know what I mean? Sure. But you see some of these cats and it's like, yo, dog, like there's no way you're comfortable in that. Like there's no way, like not necessarily physically comfortable, but like comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like right. that you feel like that expresses you. Like you're sure. just doing that because you saw somebody else do it and you feel like that's what you need to do you know what i mean not what yeah you like on some do. trendy shit yeah you're exactly Super trendy right. for no fucking reason like I, that's the shit that i really hate because yeah. you can tell who spends the time with it like you got your ubres and these guys who you know who are really into it but then you got some of these guys who it's just like or like we've talked about this before ball main across the chest yeah fucking just lots of Balenciaga. Like yeah. logo, yeah, just logos, logos, yeah, logos, logos. Like logos, logos. that shit is so trash to me, dog. Yeah, I fucking I feel like. hate. I hate the big dumb logo across the chest, unless it's a Nike swoosh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel that. I yeah. feel that. All right, let's get into this LeBron fight because I want your opinion on this. Because first of all, I think LeBron's getting off easy here. Yeah, I do too. I think he. I think he blatantly. Buddy was on him. The bird. The bird's eye view camera is the one that really shows you. Well, it just, well, listen. It was very obvious that my man was pressing Braun and Braun was getting annoyed. Yeah. So he flat out threw a fist at him. Backhand fist, period, point blank. Now, this is my stance on it. Sure, LeBron, right after the fact, was like, yo, my bad. I didn't mean to hit you like that. But I think he did. He did. Like, there wasn't anything like, he's like, yo, get off me. Let me get, let me make you feel me real quick. He hit him in the face. And right after, he's very, like, optical aware of, like, oh, my bad, bro. Like, yeah, I, I didn't idiot. mean to hit you like that. But there's no other. What's the other? What's the, out, what's the other outcome? He hits him in the throat? It was, like, a, it was a vicious swing of the arm. For sure. Like, that was a deliberate swing of the arm. It wasn't like a this. It was. Yeah. Quick. It was fast. It was meant to hit him. Right. And to your point, Isaiah Stewart's type of guy who's in, who's going in there to do that type it's of irritant. shit to get under your skin. But to what we were talking about a few weeks ago, 
NBA, this is what you wanted when you stopped calling fouls. You yeah, stopped calling fouls. Guys are getting pissed. I watched a game last night. I was watching uh, Memphis and fucking Utah, and I'm just like, man, they just don't call fouls. Guys are getting harassed on the yeah. way to the basket, and yeah. you're not calling shit. So a guy like Stewart is like, yeah, fine, for sure. I'm here for that. I'll muddy it up with Bron. And Bron 100% threw that at him. Bron is 100% getting off easy. I don't want to hear AD coming in after the game talking about Bron's not a dirty player. He might not be, but he had a dirty moment. That that was 100% a dirty moment. He swung at him. Period. 100%. Point blank. Period. 100%. Point blank. He swung. And LeBron has been in the NBA with, for 20 years and hasn't really had an incident like this. So you can't just tell me it's just something that he might do. Um, That's the thing. Yeah. So, like, what? because so i get him saying yo my bad i didn't mean to hit you in the face that hard i guess maybe but he 100 percent deliberately meant to hit him right yeah you know what i'm saying A so like percent. that was where i was kind of caught off guard about like the whole like oh sure lebron you know wasn't meant, didn't mean to do that this that and the third i think it was one of those things where he meant to do it and then he right after he's like oh my bad bro like yeah, it was yeah. deliberate yeah, he realized he made a mistake. You know what I mean? He realized yeah. he made a mistake and was like, oh, shit, my bad. Just like a lot of us would in that type of situation. Fuck, all right, hey, man, no, no, no we good. Like, it's a moment of frustration. It's right. the heat of the moment. But don't come out here and try to pretend like it was an accident. Yeah, that was not nah, an nah. accident, bro. Like, you swung on that man. Like, 100%, you swung. And you swung him hard enough that you broke you broke skin. Nah, he was leaking. He was leaking crazy. <laughs> he was leaking all over the place. And then y'all want to make this man look like he's crazy or something. No, Bron just fucking swung on him in the middle of a game. What do you expect? Yeah, I think. Um... And then the, the Lakers announcers are like, oh, this, he's out of control. Like, he's not out of control. He just got swung on. Well, this is what happened. He caught, he knew he got hit in the face. And so then he yeah. went and talked to Bron like, yo, what do you want? And then he saw the blood, I think. And then he's, yeah, he's like, oh, hell Then no. he got enraged. You yeah, know what I'm 100%. Saying? Yeah, he's, yeah. But I wish he would have grabbed LeBron's jersey, like on some like, "Hey, cut." Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> oh, he would have got he would have got mopped up at that point in time. But yeah, hey, cut. And, and LeBron didn't. And LeBron didn't want that smoke. And LeBron's not gonna is, well, isn't here for that. He's like, not gonna do that. You know. But what yeah, I mean? he, but I but I truly think, and this is my opinion, that he deliberately hit him and then tried to play it off like, "Oh, my yeah. bad, bro. You good?" Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. no, nah, man. There was no other. Nothing else could have came of that. It was, oh, he, he was either going to hit him in the face, hey. hit him in the throat, or elbow him in the chest hardest. You know what I'm saying? He'll be a clutch client next week. Yeah, something, yeah. something <laughs> he'll, will he'll, happen. He'll sign with clutch. But <laughs> Bron he, will make uh, it up to him. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that Bron is a dirty player or no. none of that. Because he had not. a moment. But he had he's a not. moment where he hit he him in moment. the face. He you have, you have 20 years of basketball that shows you he's not. Right. But that was a dirty play. No question. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that was a dirty play. It is what it is, man. Like, that doesn't mean that he's a dirty player, but it was a dirty play. Period, point blank. And Buddy was right to get upset, and, and that's that. 100%, bro. I agree. He swung 100%. on him. He, he swung on him, man. I don't know, what are we talking about here? Okay, let's get into the actual hoops. Folks are starting to wake up a little bit in the East. We got Atlanta back to 500, Cleveland, and and the and the and the New York Knicks. The New York Knicks are tapering off, but they're kind of hanging right there at, at that 500 level. Like we've talked about, the East is loaded. There is 11 teams with nine wins or more. It's insane. Yeah. And Brooklyn's at the top with 13 and five. Bulls lost last night to bring it on to 12 and six. 
I know you wanted to talk NBA MVP. MVP. Where are you at right now um, with that? And just, I know there's a big story on ESPN, too, about Melo coming back and being that number one reserve for the Lakers. I think that's interesting. But where are yeah. you at with the league overall? What, what's catching your eye? Um, I mean, yeah, if we want to start MVP talk, I mean, yeah, I think still Steph is firmly number one. Sure. Um, obviously, with what Golden State's doing, they got the best record in the league. They're on fire. He's playing crazy. He's obviously keeping them moving. We know that Clay's coming back. I've already given you my thoughts on that. I think it's going to take a little while before he's uh he's been gone forever now. He's he ha- it was pre-pandemic. Like I want people to understand that. Like think yeah. about how long the last 2 years has been for all of us. Like that's how long it's been since Clay Thompson played basketball. We've had two full NBA seasons. Uh, yeah, he's since been Clay gone Thompson for played a basketball. He's been yeah. gone for a very very long time. But obviously they're rolling, man. So I would put him number 1. Number 2, it's KD. Um, Brooklyn is rolling. They've won eight of their last 10. It's going to be those two guys all year. All year. Um, And for me, third, hey, listen, man, call me a homer. Call me bias. It's it's DeMar. DeMar DeRozan. Wow. Yeah. I really – I mean, he's been going crazy. He's been going crazy. On the nights that Zach isn't available, dude, he's doing – DeMar's doing his thing, but he's doing his thing regardless. What's he averaging? Like 25 a game. Timely buckets whenever you need them, right? Starts runs for the Bulls, kills runs for other teams. I mean, I still think Zach is our yeah, best player, a, obviously. He quiets the crowd, too. Yeah, I still think Zach's our best player, obviously. But DeMar DeRozan has had an MVP impact on the Chicago Bulls. Other guys I like. Hey, look, man, we have clowned him so much on this podcast, right? We have uh, clowned him so much on this podcast, to, but we got to give his flowers when we need to. Paul George. Bro, that both, team shouldn't hey, be as good as they are. Listen to me. They've won seven of the last ten. Paul George listen is to me. falling. That boy been locked in for since <laughs> since the second half of last year. Yeah, locked. the whole way through. Locked. And and no one's gonna give him love because he he's just that's just not gonna happen. <laughs> he's because he's a goofy. And and, and I'm <laughs> and let's call it what it is. I mean, yeah, he's a goofy. Yeah. And when I say give him love, I'm not. I'm talking about just like the Twitter verse. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, obviously. Yeah. You know, the media will give him his love. He's been playing really well. I I, I see it. I've been watching 27, it. 27, 8-5. And, and he's been – like Kawhi went down. Yeah. He's been locked ever, He's been locked and loaded ever since. He did it in the playoffs. He did that. Yeah, he's been big-time shots, timely shots, everything, man. Yeah, he's there. Paul George is plus 3,000 to win the MVP. Steph Curry's plus 200. Uh, Durant's plus 5. And then Giannis is plus 7. DeRozan's plus 4,000, though, with Donovan Mitchell, Harden, John Morant. There's zero chance he wins the MVP, so I wouldn't make yeah. that bet. I, I don't, I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. what he could do to win the MVP, because um, yeah, he can't, he can't really to, play any better. Yeah, Bulls would have to win fucking sixty five games. Yeah, the <laughs> Bulls would have to get better. I, I think, I, yeah, I think we are. The, this Bulls team is kind of where they are, and you, you kind of know where they're gonna go. Yeah, I guess uh, you know what I mean when I say that. Like they're not gonna all of a sudden get on like a sixty five win pace, and he's no. not gonna all of a sudden become a thirty point per game scorer. But I think he's gonna settle in at twenty four, twenty five. And continue to do what he's doing. He plays phenomenally with Zach. Sure. So for me, like as far as impact goes, and again, it's easy for us to say because we're Bulls fans and we know where this team was before Demar came. But to me, without a doubt, clearly the biggest free agent signing in the NBA of the last year, right? Easy. But the most imp- the most impactful move I feel like of the last year in the NBA. Um, and I challenge anybody on that except for maybe the Harden deal. Um, so yeah, I, I'm 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 all in on the Demar situation. Um, obviously, Chris Paul doing his thing. John Morant, don't sleep on the boy. 
Giannis. It could yeah. fuck around and be another Giannis year, but I think you called it where you think they're just going to kind of cruise in the regular nah, season. That's, they're in a different, they're they in a different beat realm the now. shit out of the Magic last night, though. I think yeah. they went by like 50. Yeah. Um, well, like, yo, let's go back to Steph and the Warriors real quick because yeah. uh, Nick Friedel, ESPN, wrote an interesting article about... Oh, God. Nick Friedel. A guy, a guy, a guy, a beat reporter with no scoops. <laughs> Would cover the Bulls. Would cover the Bulls during the D Rose era, and literally never had information. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, so that's that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. But he did talk to Draymond Green. I want to get your opinion on this. And Draymond basically said he has a newfound he's found newfound love for basketball again. It's it, it was stale. And this is Draymond Green, and I quote: "I've just kind of found that love again." Green said, "Kind of go through a lot of shit, and the love kind of uh, wanes a little bit." But I've just found out that love and joy for the game, and I'm just enjoying playing basketball and controlling what I can control. A point of emphasis for myself this year was simply control what I can control. That means on the court. That means with the referees. That means off the floor. That's just a step in my life, and I think it shows on the basketball court. Is this just really easy to say because you, you guys are winning? No, I – I think this is all in reference. Dude, if you hear any of them talk about it, they did not enjoy those last two titles. Specifically, like, that la- those last two years. Yeah. They, won, they won the one title, then lost the last year to the Toronto. Yeah. They, to a man. KD didn't enjoy it. Draymond didn't enjoy it. I think Steph is always going to be, you know, he's not really going to say too much, but I doubt he enjoyed it. Steve Kerr didn't enjoy it. Right. So I think and that kind of then bled over to having some bad losing seasons. I think now to be winning and to kind of be winning organically again for them, I think it's just a joy. He's found that joy in the game. He didn't like those last years with all the coverage, the scrutiny, the KD situation. Didn't he like hated the, losing. the KD situation. Yeah, didn't like the rebuilding situation. Probably enjoyed the rebuilding situation more than he did those last two years with KD. Yeah. Um, and now they're just in a place where they're winning. It's all good. There's less pressure. You know what I mean? You're out of that 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 six-year window that they had, which was just crazy, and the expectations were nuts, and they're just having fun. You see it with Steph, too. That's it. You see it with Steph. You saw it with Steph last year. That second half of the year, he was just having fun. He was just having fun. I think yeah. Draymond, and now it's contagious, and Draymond's got it, but too. It, that, to, to me, it sounds like there's no pressure now, so it's a lot more fun. Yeah. But, like... So what when when shit starts getting ramped up and Clay comes back and then there's expectations is it not going to be as fun again? It'll never be like it was. I but don't think it'll ever it be like, like it was. So it sounds like he's just blaming it on KD then. When KD was here and we were doing this and that, I wasn't having fun. Yeah. But now we're but waiting on Clay to come back. I'm having a ball. We're winning it's like, but he's what? He's been consistent with that. It's just the KD situation. I think the K and it's not just like just KD, right? Like it's all Kevin Durant's fault, but I think the whole atmosphere around that particular time was rough for them and like they've talked about it man like they weren't having fun at all even though they were winning i think they even said like winning was a relief at that point in time like instead it's not, of a joy it, instead of a joy and i think now it's like it's different when like you enjoy winning as opposed to you enjoy not losing you know what i'm saying and like now i think they're just enjoying winning whatever we're 15 and 2 steph's balling i'm back to doing draymond things you know what i mean I'm I'm back to kind of being that guy, and our boy is gonna come back. We got some young guys on the squad that we like. We like these Jordan Pools and these Juan Toscano Andersons and these Wisemans and Gary Paytons and, and, and these guys. And look at Wiggins over there. He might decide to play every fifth Tuesday, and you know, like they go from there. So it is, <laughs> it is what it is. So 
No, yeah. it's interesting because I think that pressure is going to ratchet up again, though. And then is, and it will. And but it'll never be... be like it was. They'll never be expected to win like that, dude. That that pressure was crazy during that period. You had the most wins in a regular season. You added the second best player in the NBA. You had Steph I mean, winning MVPs every year. Yeah, they got three, right? No, they KD only won two over there. Yeah, and then yeah, and well, they got the one before KD. Right, right, right. but I'm talking yeah. about with KD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got two out of three years. So I mean, yeah. but again, that doesn't mean they enjoyed it. Yeah, that's interesting. And, and I, think, I think you watch the last dance and you kind of see how winning and winning a championship isn't necessarily the party that it's cracked up to be. Especially yeah, when the it, pressure is crazy and you've been winning for so long. Like that last year, you're like, these guys are fucking stressed. This wanted to be over. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> give me the fuck yeah, out of here. Yeah. yeah like, of course, yeah. we want to win and we're going to do everything we can for right. it to happen. But it's but, like, phew. Woo. You know what I'm saying? Like, get me out of here, man. Like, I, I'm good. You just want to chill. I think it's the Otto Porter effect, really. Yeah, and Otto's over there like, hey, guys, listen. Listen, <laughs> listen guys. I, I think gotta, it's because Otto over there, but that's I just got off the point. A, I just got off a four-year, $100 million deal. Do you know they paid me $30 million last year? It's unbelievable. No, nothing can be wrong. Not, don't be upset. Dre, don't be upset about anything. I got big money. Come to the house. I got I got a new house in the Bay. It's me, a big money Otto. That's funny, man. I'm, I'm sure he probably does have an effect in there, but like, we laugh, but like a dude like that walks in and everything's good. And you're just like, look at Otto, man. He's just happy. He doesn't give a fuck. I'm <laughs> just doing his thing, man. Like, that's he got it. so much that's bread. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. That's all. Shut so, up, Otto. All right. Any, any, any other NBA before we get to this NFL? Opt-in Otto. Opt-in Otto. Let's see. Did I have anything else on the NBA? Um, you wanted uh no, we're good. Let's move to yeah. NFL just because we got a couple things we got to go over. Anything on the Bulls? Um, Schedule, Scheduled loss last scheduled night. Scheduled loss last night. You actually hit me. Good looks on that. And then I, yeah. I did a little research really quick. That everything was, that everything I was, was take, pointing towards them getting smacked around. Yeah, I was going to take the night off, but I had I had a rough Sunday. Dude, yeah, I had a rough Sunday. I was like, I'm going to take the night off and then I'll come back Tuesday. But yeah, everything, led, everything was looking at a Bulls loss, but Overall, what three and two on the road trip? Three I'll and two it. on the road trip. I'll take that all day, especially because of the 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 talent that we were playing. We were playing some good teams. It wasn't some fuck around squads, and nope. we probably should have been four and one against Portland. We blew that, right? Yeah, we blew that so, one. Yep. So uh, I'm not mad at at that road trip. But let's get to the NFL just so we could we could talk a little bit before we get out of here. <clears throat> this is the most parody in the NFL I've seen in years. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Every every week, a team I thought was really good is not good anymore. A team I thought was bad is playing a lot better. <sighs> I tweeted out every time I put money on or against Carson Wentz, it's a disaster. Right. Back and forth either way. So, I don't know, man. It's a it's a lot of stuff going on. Go ahead. What what happens every year when you don't know who is a good team is? The top, the well, the Patriots win the Super Bowl. I was gonna say you could go either. I thought you were gonna say Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but now we're gonna see is it Tom Brady win the Super Bowl or is it the Patriots? But yeah, yeah. no, for sure, man. Tons of parody. You really don't know what 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 looked like the dominant teams at the beginning of the year. Your Buffaloes, your Tampa Bay, which I know they won yesterday. Even Dallas coming off a loss has been kind of flipped around. And some of these teams that look like absolute trash at the beginning of the year, Pittsburgh. Um, which I know they lost, tough game. But uh, Indianapolis, New England, 
Dude, they're These six teams and five are starting now. To, who the, the Colts? Yeah, the Colts are six and five. Yeah. By the way, I watched the end season hard knocks yesterday last yeah, night. Yeah, what'd you think? Fucking awful, brutal. One you of the, watched, one of the, is there two episodes out now? There's only one. one. There's only, I, watched I watched the first, the first one. Okay, yeah, it was brutal. Uh, I thought it was what? terrible. I just well, they're it's just boring. Not, it, the regular season's boring. Well, they're just not interesting either. They're not interesting. Frank Reich's not interesting. Carson Wentz is not interesting. The t- yeah. he, like, it was like a ten minute monologue of Frank Reich talking about Carson Wentz and like. I knew he was the guy because we had the same Bible verse. I was like, turn this shit off. But I think, (laughs) like, what makes Hard Knocks good, like, for the training camp shit is, like, all the randomness and, like, the light moments. Dude, during the regular season, guys are so tense. You're so tense. It's so serious. There's no bullshitting. Like, you're just locked in for 18 weeks. So I don't think you're going to get that same Especially you got a a squad like the Colts that have been basically 500 all year. Exactly. Like, yeah, every week is very, very tense. Every week is very tense. Yeah, it's like get the camera out of here. Like, yeah, they're not interesting. Um, But, yeah, they're six and and five all of a sudden out of nowhere. Uh, The Patriots, which we talked about last week. But, man, what is that, four straight? Yo, the D is. Four four straight for them. Defense playing crazy. And Matt Jones playing mistake-free football. That's it. Mistake-free football. Yo, if you go back, I need to go find the clip. I, we talked about Mac Jones, and I'm like, look, bro. Were you big on Jones coming out? Were you- I wasn't as big as I, I kind of held back a little bit. But yeah. I did say, like, yo, I'm watching this dude play in the SEC and throw the ball around, and he's doing it very well. Yeah. Like, do you re- you guys remember Devontae Smith won the Heisman, right? Yeah. Do you know who was throwing him the rock? <laughs> Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Like, <laughs> he didn't get the ball by himself. Right. So if you go back and look at like what he was doing at Alabama, he was throwing the rock all over the place there. Yeah. So I remember coming out, I was like, I think I put Mac Jones at three. I think I did uh, Lawrence Fields Jones. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'd have to go back and look. But this is a classic Sean and Nick watch the film. Just go look, bro. Well, he's playing. And- he's playing the best players in college football, and yeah, he's and, throwing and- the ball. Executing the game and winning. And all over the place, and they're winning games. Well, I think the biggest thing, dog, is that he's accurate. Shit. He's not throwing the ball hard. He's no. not cocking back and throwing the ball 45, 50 yards. He's letting the ball out. He's getting the ball out early. People Where aren't in breaks go. yet. He, Yeah, it's just like well, a very – yeah, it's good. He, he's been playing really well. And what is quarterback in the NFL about? I mean, again, it's easy to get tantalized by the physical traits, the huge arm. The yep. super fast guy, but let's keep it real. It's about completing second and sevens. You know what I mean? Third and eights, hitting Decision. guys in stride, yep. hit, check down when you need to, making the right. You're not going out there flinging the ball like it's not the Patrick Mahomes show for every quarterback in the NFL, especially for Belichick, who you know is going to give you a winnable game plan. It's like, hey man, go out there and execute. Guys are going to be where they're supposed to be. Get him the ball. Make a play when you need to. Tom Brady, even Tom Brady, was never throwing the ball, spraying it downfield like that. Maybe that one year with Moss and them, but it was it was a lot of shorter stuff. Short yeah. to intermediate accurate throws is what you need to make it in the NFL. Drew Brees could, couldn't throw the ball deep when he was in his prime, and certainly <laughs> at the end of, the year of his career, he wasn't throwing it longer than 13 yards down the field, but yeah. was crazy accurate, and guys are getting where they need to go. So like you said, with that defense, their defense is playing crazy. Bill spent a ton of money in the offseason getting guys that he wanted. And now you, you look up, that team's won five straight. And lo and behold, who's atop the NFC East? The New England Patriots. And then you get a combo of a guy that makes good decisions, has a massive arm, and is mobile, and you get Justin Herbert. Yeah. And then you have 
literally a top five quarterback in the NFL. Right. But so you might not that. even need that in New England with Mac Jones. Well, that's what right I mean. It's like, but, it's like, yo, this guy's only going to get better. Yeah. But it's like the big arm is like the last thing you need. Yeah. Like, but then if you add that, then you got a guy that's the top five yeah. quarterback in the oh, league. Oh, for sure. Like, that's it's it. Great. You know what I'm saying? But you, but, you, but you certainly can get by without it if you know what you're doing, right? Like, yeah, I, I get what, yeah, for sure. The flip so, side of that is Buffalo. Do they know what they're doing? Like that, that's a team that I worry about. Like we were huge on them coming into the year. Massive, but it seems bro. like they're getting they're, ready to lose the division. They're relying on jo- Josh Allen essentially needs to throw five touchdowns and for 500 yards for them to win. They don't even, they don't even pretend to run the ball. Which it we talked looks, about last year. It's just one dimensional. To me, bro, it looks like they were kind of sipping their own Kool-Aid. That's what it seems like to me. Every t- like every time I've seen or read anything about them, or or when I watch them, yeah. they just seem like shit's expect like supposed to like they like it's supposed to just happen for them. We're naturally going to get to that. We're naturally we're just going to come in there every week, and Josh Allen's going to do whatever he's got to do, and we're gonna and we're gonna beat people up. And Indianapolis came and punched them in the mouth last week, and they they had zero answer. No it answer the entire like, game. They went down 14-0, and the game was fucking over. Yeah. It was done. They done. couldn't do anything. They they didn't have a game plan or what they were gonna do. And I had money on Buffalo, so they hung, they hung forty one on them. That's what I'm saying. It was just <laughs> like they turned the ball over a couple times. So that's what it's that's what it feels like to me that they kind of sipped a little bit of their own Kool Aid coming into the year. And they're and they still haven't really. They got six wins, but they still haven't really got it rolling where they're like spooky good. They beat I, up. On a couple bad teams, but yeah, it's interesting. I think they have given this division away. I, I just again, I mean, when you're talking about the Patriots winning five, have straight, they, they haven't even played the Patriots yet. I don't think they have yet. They have, they, have, they got to play the Patriots twice. So. And here's the thing: if you're one dimensional against Bill Belichick, you're in major. You have major problems because he's going to take. Two. He's going to take away that one dimension, and then you have nothing left. Yeah, so it's, it's actually really impressive it, what he does, it, man. It's really impressive what he does. It's extremely impressive, man. Like I think last year, we're, we're and with 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 Brady winning the Super Bowl last year and New England being kind of a disaster. It was like some people were quick to be like, "Oh, like see, we told you it was Brady the whole time." It's no. like, nah, dude. Look that at was this no spot. that that was the kick in the ass. I think Belichick. Yeah. I think that had Belichick hot, bro. He's like, you know what? Fuck, fuck this. Fuck, fuck this. Fuck spending this. all any spending the money. I'm doing Robert, what I gotta do. Robert, I need the check. Yeah, um, Gil, yeah, yeah. yeah. Me, and, and then Mac Jones falls to them. Yeah, he didn't even have to trade up. <laughs> he didn't even have to trade up. Didn't have to do it. He's like, oh, call this boy Saban. Call this like, boy Saban. Is this guy ready? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Say less. like, <laughs> done. done. I'm not. That's all. That's the only. That's added, the only recruiting. That's the only film we watched. Added oh, two like. tight ends. Added uh, Judon, who's fucking ridiculous for them this year. Um, and then all the other guys they already had, and then you add that with that coaching staff. And I think people were like, it started off rough this year. Where they started off like two and four, yeah. it started off rough, and people were like, oh yeah, no, 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 it's not going to work. Woo, woo, woo. And then, man, they rattle off five straight. They smack around the easy games, the rookie quarterbacks, the inexperienced quarterbacks that they play. Your 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 Zach Wilsons and and those guys who you know yeah. they're going to smack around. And then lo- again, here we are. They're seven and four, hottest team in the NFL right now. Sure, and nobody wants to play them. No, they don't. I would be worried. This is the thing. The, the only thing about them is that I would be worried if they went like fell behind and they yeah, had to game. open it. Like if they can dictate, they'd look really, really good. 
I would be interested to see how the Patriots get in a game where they're not dictating everything that's happening. Like, if you watch that Falcons game, they dictated every single uh, – they dictated everything. Yeah. The pace, if they wanted to throw it, if they wanted to pass it, whatever it was, like, that was – they just dictated everything. Hey, another example of don't pay your running back, Ramondre Stevenson is a rookie – and he's fucking running all over the place for the Patriots. Is that the Patriots running back? Yeah, he's a, he's, he's a uh, Damian Harris. Yeah, uh, got hurt. Who's also a stud. And they started giving the ball to this dude, Ramondre Stevenson. He starts running. He's running all over the place. He had Look, twenty carries, one hundred yards, two touchdowns against Cleveland. You don't got, got to worry about Bill paying him. Bill yeah. doesn't pay anybody. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely not going to pay a running back. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, it's just another example of man. Don't just don't do it. Don't pay yeah. your running back. Don't, don't do it. All right. Look, I just pulled up the uh, the power rankings, ESPN.com. You know the worldwide leader. Shout out Dante in the comments. Mac hey. Jones came in with low eagle, coachable, happy to be there. Exactly yep. right. Listen, and, yep. And, remember, and remember, exactly, the walk, remember the walk when he got drafted? Yep. And that's <laughs> exactly and that's exactly what yeah. Belichick loves and loves feels it. like he can trust. That's yeah. it. Loves him. He don't need no big time ego dude. That's why and, I was shocked. Honestly, that's why I was shocked when it came out like how much he loved Cam Newton and stuff like that. And I love Cam, so I get it. But I wasn't, I, I wasn't. Because I, I think you see Cam and you see a lot of that outward ego and all that. But what you also got to remember is Cam is a team guy. He is probably great with young players. He is probably first in the locker room, last to leave. Positive attitude. Whereas with Brady, Brady was Brady was the real ego because it's like, dude, fuck you. I'm sick of listening to this shit. I, I'm going to I'm gonna train with but my people. But that was people. after 15 years. Right. But it was still, I'm going to train with my guy. I have my own performance coaches. I have my own. Whereas with Cam, Cam was probably like, what time you want me here, Bill? Fine, I'll be here a half hour earlier. I'm smiling. I'm happy. I'm positive. I'm upbeat. Guys gravitate to me. I'm a yeah. captain. Like all those football qualities where it's like, oh, we, we want to okay. rally around this guy. That's Cam Newton. So I wasn't surprised. Like Belichick loved him, they said, because yeah. he was no, yeah, but- always smiling. Obviously, he loved him because like, he yes, wasn't coach. doing shit on the field. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think, I think, so, yeah, like I don't think Cam's the type of dude who would give a coach a problem just because I feel like he is such a positive, positive guy. Like, yeah, you see the fedoras and all that shit, but I don't think it's an arrogance inside the locker room when it comes time to talk to the coach. I think he was sure. probably very like reverent of uh, of Belichick. But yeah, I mean, a hundred percent, man. Mac Jones, low ego. He's dealt with a hard-ass coach with Saban, so this is yeah, not his first time good, not being yeah. coddled. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He's dealt with adversity, having to wait his turn at Alabama. Yep. So he comes in there ready to work. Yep. And that's all Bill wants. Hey, yep. man, come in and work, dog. It's all exactly. good. And he, now he'll be there the next 20 years, and that's that. That's that. He looks like a 20-year quarterback. He looks like a 20-year. He, he, <laughs> he, like <laughs> he does. He looks like a 20-year quarterback. He does. He looks like a 20-year quarterback. He's going to be around forever, yeah. He looks like a 20-year quarterback. That's for <laughs> so, sure. Um, All right, so power rankings. Who do we? Who, what do we okay, look. This is fresh off the press. Arizona Cardinals, Green Bay Packers, Tennessee really? Titans, Los really? Angeles. That's Tennessee this week. Titans at three. This is this week. So two teams that lost. Arizona Cardinals. The Titans one. and the Packers lost. Both lost. Arizona Cardinals went up three slots. The Packers were number one last week. They went down to two. Titans went down two. They're at three. Oh no no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the Rams, and then we got the Cowboys, followed by Bucks, Chiefs, Ravens, Patriots are nine. That's Colts crazy. Are 10. The Patriots have won five. So they're going on – because for me, power rankings are like, how are you playing right now? 
And yeah. how is a team that's won five straight ninth? How is a team coming off losses in second? And I guess, yeah, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, the Cardinals. Oh, wait, listen, was, Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, the Cardinals. Hey, look, Colt McCoy looked like a fucking MVP candidate on Sunday. Well, that's two of the three weeks he's looked really solid. Really good. I also think Seattle is fucking garbage. Terrible. I, I don't really know what happened. I know there was a lot of rumblings about, you know, Coach Carroll being done and all that. And I think they kind of were like, all right, let's do one more year type thing. Yeah, he's probably done after this. And year. this is like that one more year type situation where Russell's not playing good. The defense is brutal. Defense is terrible. Kind of where they – that was where they, over the years, have hung their hat. And the defense is really, really bad. Like bottom – like in the in – the, Mid to late twenties in a lot, a lot of categories. Yeah. So, yeah, it's tough over there. I think Russell. They the folks are talking about Russell's gonna leave now. It's tough. What happens? You start losing games, bro. Quarterback's gonna leave. The coach is gone. Like it, it starts to get real spooky. But Arizona looked impressive, man. Colts looked good, good. Two out of the last three. And shout out Cliff Kingsbury. Hey, gotta, hey, look, man, another love. another guy who we killed. We always yeah. compliment him on his crib. Crib, crib is crazy. Crib is crazy. <laughs> crib, 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 is, crib is official. Uh, but we, we, we question his coaching acumen. Yeah. But I'll say this, man. That team has looked good all year. Eight and two. Um, no Kyler Murray. Keeping that two and one without Kyler Murray. Or since he's went down, I guess he went down uh, the middle of that game the other two games ago. And they've looked good, man. I mean, I don't know, I don't know what else to say. It's a good-looking ball club. And we yeah. thought that, yeah. We thought that Sydney. division that they were going to have a lot of problems in that division, and they seem to be uh, not crazy ahead. Right, they're only one game up on the uh, on the Rams, but they don't look like they're they're falling apart. So I, I like it. Rams are seven and three. Cardinals are nine and two. I'm going to tell you this, bro. They were talking like that division was going to have everybody over 500. The Niners yeah. and the Seahawks are ass. Niners are picking it up. They're picking it up with their ass. They had a monsoon against the Colts, so that shit was kind of spooky. Then they beat up on the Bears. Then they won last week. So yeah, they don't scare you though. They don't. No, they're not scary, but they can give you a tough game. They'll give you a good game. Yeah, don't I sleep think on that's them. simple yeah. as that. Sure. How do you feel about the Packers at two? They might as well just call these motherfuckers the Aaron Rodgers. The Aaron yeah, Rodgers. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm not – look, I think so – This guy – was. I'm t- yo, listen, man. I had money on the Vikings. They pulled it out. But I'm telling you, bro, the stuff this guy Aaron Rodgers does, he is the best quarterback I've ever witnessed in my life. I'm telling you, the shit that you're watching that he's making look extremely easy is very, very difficult. He doesn't fucking plant his feet. He just rolls left, jump throws. Does all types of shit. He yeah. makes these wide receivers that are nobodies look like fucking pro bowlers. It's ridiculous. The ball placement on some of these throws, it it's it's you couldn't hand the ball to these guys better than where he's putting it. It's insane. Yep, absolutely. And I think that is part of the reason why I would worry a little bit about them because they're talking to him after the game, like oh the injuries and all that, and like he's talking about the pain that he's in, but it's like the they're also showing the ticker at the bottom, and it's like, well, he's 23 for 33, 300 yards, and four touchdowns. <laughs> so obviously, exactly. it's not like he needs to get better and maybe they'll win. It's like he's playing at an elite level even while he's hurt, and they still lost that game. But to me, they were always going to lose that game. I thought, like, we do our pick yeah. That was 
that was the layup of the week for me. Um, yeah, I just yeah. thought a, it was a good spot. It was a really good spot for the Vikings. Um, Y'all got so, bailed out, by the way. The, I had a five and zero locked and oh, yeah, loaded. You, well, you started talking crazy, dog. I had a five and zero so started, loaded. And Big Ben started doing his thing. Oh uh, man, I can't, I lost by the hook, bro. Yeah, yeah. I had uh, that five and zero locked. I can't believe yeah. that. So, um, I don't know if they're the second best team in the NFL. I don't think they are. I don't think they are because I think that I think that their defense has the ability to play well, but they also have the ability to play like absolute shit, right? And it shows up like it did last week against the uh, the, the, the Vikings. It's shown up in other games this year. It's also shown up where they've played well. So I just feel like that team is Aaron Rodgers has to play lights out. Period. Point blank has to play lights out, and then something else has to go well for them. Yeah. Whatever it might be, some other phase of the game has to go well for them, and I just think that that's a dangerous way to live. But to your point, look, man, it's the best quarterback ever, maybe. So yeah, and and I, and I keep saying that every week, and he keep like they, oh, y'all want to play a shootout in Minnesota? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Bro, they scored a touchdown, and this guy came back the very next play and threw a 75-yard touchdown. The next play. <laughs> like, yeah. it's ridiculous. Like, so, yeah, you guys want to play a shootout? We can shoot it out. No problem. Um, You want to well, go seven? You want to have a little have a little slow-paced slugfest at home against the Seahawks? I'll win 17-0? No problem. But whatever, whatever he needs to do, it seems to happen every every week. I don't think they're the second best team in the league. No, uh, no, I think I that's a stretch. I don't believe that. I think the Titans are still number two for me. And listen, really, yeah, that game against even without Derrick Henry, the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, I mean, right now, if we're talking about power rankings, right now, that uh, hey, and and guess who they have this week? The Patriots. So we're gonna see what time it is in that game. That should be really interesting. This was the flattest spot of all time for the Titans. They had won six in a row. They're at home, so you know they're chilling. It's Thanksgiving week. They're chilling. Ass team. They're playing the the Texans. They're not even thinking about these dudes. They're thinking about the number one seed in the AFC. And we're looking ahead to the Patriots. Like, I didn't think they would lose, but I knew it was going to be tighter than the 10-point spread that was laid out there. Shout out, shout out Tyrod Taylor, man. They tried it. They tried T-T. everything. They tried everything to knock my man's out the box. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? T-T. They done tried to deflate his lungs. Everything. They, they, they done hurt him. You know what I mean? They done moved on from him to Buffalo. And Tyrod Taylor is like, nah, man, still I rise. Still I rise. <laughs> shout out Tyrod Taylor, 60 million in career earnings. Any comment? Yo, man. listen. And I also think I think the Rams, Chiefs, and Cowboys—they're all tied for whatever you wherever you want to put them. That's yo. That those three teams are the same team. Yeah, and the and the Chiefs, all that chatter about the Chiefs. Look, they've won four straight. They look good. Their defense is going to be sus. We know that it's going to be sus every they single week. They look so good last, last on Sunday, look, but they look good on Sunday. They looked ridiculous um, on Sunday. Wait, real quick, sticking on that, uh, sticking on that, um, on that Packers Vikings game. Yeah, where are we with Kirk Cousins? Because look, we've seen him play well before. We've never seen him play this well. If but we you... know who. He, at the same time, we know who he is. But dude. 21 yeah, I mean, touchdowns, two picks this year, completing 70% of his pass. Like, he's playing lights out. Stay away stay away from him in primetime. Any big spot. Any big type of spot. It's very spooky. And if you watch – I watched the game front to back. Yeah. I was watching that in the Bears, and he should he should have threw about two more interceptions than he did. Like, there was one that got called back that was 
clearly a pick, I thought, but they were saying the ball bounced off the ground. He threw another pass toward late in the game. Like, he easily could have had three picks in that game. So nothing has changed. He's still looking at the same, I, I same mean, way. he's solid. I, I mean, I put my money on him. I backed him. I, put, I bet the Vikings at home against the Packers. Is he I replacement think, level quarterback or better than replacement level quarterback? He's better than replacement level, okay. I think. I mean, like, he's a top. He's on the top half of the, in, in the league. Okay. Like, it is what it is. He's, 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 he's 15, 16 best quarterback in the league. Like, that's it. I'm taking him before I take Baker. I'm taking him before. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's where. Man, Baker, Baker. Tough. And you get to those spots where, like, listen, running, if he if, if he wasn't making all that money, you wouldn't you wouldn't hate on Kirk as much. Or I, I'll, I'll speak for myself. I wouldn't hate on Kirk as much. But he's been playing solid all year. And they've had some tough losses. So, we'll see where that shakes. But Kirk, Kirk Cousins, $162 million in career earnings. Yeah, cash. God bless. And, he, and, he, and he's about to be he about to be due for a deal here. He still got another million on this. Right. Million on he the still got another deal coming. <laughs> yeah. So say what you want. But uh, what did RG three say? Kirk Cousins making all that money to go eight and eight. Eight and eight, <laughs> making mediocre. all that money every year. Yo, annually. So <laughs> yeah, so he gets some guaranteed money too. Yeah, shout out Kirk Cousins. Um, yeah, no, I still I still think he is who he is. Okay. You talk. You touched real quick on the Chiefs. Where are you on Kansas City? How do you feel on that? Are you? I mean, listen. If the D is going to play like that, they're obviously the favorites to win the AFC. But we don't know that. I think next week they could come out and give up forty, and we'd be back to the same thing. That's why the NFL is so interesting right now because literally teams that I think are really good. We were just touting the Cowboys' offense being some of the best offense in the league or that we've seen all year. And then they go on the road and they scored nine points. I thought that was a bad spot for them too. Yeah, it was. I had yeah, I had the Chiefs. That too. was another bad like that. The Packers going to Minnesota and the and the Cowboy it's going to uh Kansas City were two awful spots. Sure, but say what you want. You you weren't expecting them to score nine points. No. Like they could lose the game all they want. You you expected them to at least put up 20, up. 20 yeah. plus points. They yeah. scored nine points. So right. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, they they look good. It's interesting. I don't I don't know, man. It's tough. It's like it's tough. I think a big thing going into that game was the Cowboys are really bad against tight ends, and so Kelsey would have a good game, and he did. Yeah. So those are the type of angles and spots you got to look for, like the matchups. The Cowboys are like they were twenty fourth in DVOA against tight ends, and so, and they're talking about one of the best tight ends in the league. Exactly. So yeah. those are the spots you got to be like, hey, maybe I could get a little prop in here on Kelsey or take the Chiefs in this spot at home in that third primetime slot. Shout out the Bears for getting Nance and Romo. I don't know how the fuck we pulled yeah, that how off. did we get Nance and Romo at noon? Uh, yeah, they sent him at noon, bro. Yeah, I, I heard – well, when I first started the game, I was like, is that Nance? I'm like, no, it's not Nance. It's, it's yeah, noon. It can't it's be noon. Nance. Yeah, it's, yeah noon it was, on, uh, it's noon against fucking the backup quarterback. It was – it, Yeah, it's Nance and Romo. It was Nance and Romo. I think – um. You know what we'll do? We'll try to get a little Bears pod before Thanksgiving, and we can talk about the Nagy situation. Let's get some more clarity on that, and then we'll talk about where we're at going into the situation by then. Going into the going into the Thanksgiving game before before we do that though, can I just read the Jalen Johnson quote so it doesn't it doesn't uh, get lost? Sure. So obviously the Bears, we saw the game. We don't need to recap the game too much. Bears lose a. One of the more winnable games that we've had in quite some time. Like, just to be frank, like one of the more winnable so, games. That, that's that's a way. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, one of the more winnable games that we've been in, in a while. 
We've been calling for Matt Nagy's head for a long time. I think this is one of the most telling quotes I've ever seen a second-year cornerback, second-round pick, say. Uh, have you seen this yet? Uh-uh. So they asked Jalen Johnson about the uh, about the losing streak, and here's what he said. Tell me what you think when you hear this. Okay. How many games have we lost in a row? Yeah, there's nothing to talk about. We aren't going to beat a dead horse. Like I said, we were all men. Coming in here and saying, we have to figure out a way, to me, it's BS. Like, we aren't going to keep talking. We have to find ways to win. We just have to get it done, whatever it is. There's nothing to keep coming in here and talking about and having all these rah-rah speeches. We've had five weeks of rah-rah speeches. I don't think that talking is anything we need to be doing. Yeah, we don't. To we me, did, we, that's we to directed produce. straight at Matt Nagy. And the shit, because you hear what Nagy says in the press conferences, which is probably the same shit that he's saying to the team. It's very rah-rah. It's very, we need to find a, like, man. Yeah, yeah, that's directed directly at Matt Nagy. 100%. We've had five weeks of rah-rah speeches. He's saying, we don't need to talk. We, need to, we yeah. don't need to talk anymore. Make a fucking adjustment. Make an adjustment. Ch- change some personnel. Yeah, do whatever do you got to do. Do something. Yeah, that's interesting. We'll talk about it. Let's talk. Yeah. About, let's do that tomorrow. We'll leave, we'll leave it with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do that. We'll do that. All right, man. That's no catch up this week. Sports Talk via Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick with me as always. Make sure you subscribe everywhere, man. Tap in with us. Tell a homie to tell a friend to tell another friend. YouTube, iTunes, Spotify. You know where we're at. For Big Nick the Quick, I'm your host, Sean Little. No catch up. Sports Talk via Chicago. We out of here.